0: Enough, Scotch. You know, right before I came over, uh, I, my phone, my cell phone rang and it, Suzanne hadn't gotten home from work yet. And so, uh, I was expecting that it would be her saying, Hey, I'm on my way home. You know, she was working late tonight and I, as I'm reaching over, it's one of the guys that I work with. And the only reason that he would be calling me, uh, on a Thursday evening after 6 p.m. is to let me know that something has gone horribly, horribly wrong Mm. and that, you know, we need you back at the office.
1: And and so I'm like,
0: God, do I answer it? Because if I don't answer it, I never
1: knew, right? Right. Oh, my gosh, I didn't get this until now. I'm
0: sorry I didn't get it until I was getting up in the morning and said, dude, my bad. But so I answer it, and I'm like, I mean, I have already got this figured out in my head that I had to cancel with Mark. Not going to get to record tonight. Not going to be able to to drink my three beers and a scotch this evening. Not going to be able to, you know, swear a whole lot, you know, like I would normally do.
1: As you usually do. You're right.
0: Uh, And he's like, hey, man, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to follow up with you about that call we had earlier today. And you had sent me some stuff that I asked for. And I just wanted to tell you, you know, you're the only guy who gives me feedback when I ask for it. And I thought maybe I'd ask you to be my mentor.
1: Well, yeah, and I, and nice. so I,
0: yeah, I was like, man, I, I am, I am honored and flattered that you asked me how much a job like that pay. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
1: that's
0: great. Yeah. So now I got to mentor this guy. So it's, well, I, that's I'm thinking, good. I'm thinking a whole lot of, uh, you know, uh, wash the floor, Sand the deck.
1: Oh, you know? tons. Tons of that. And then when it yeah. gets done... Paint the fence. Yeah, you know, it's just like, what did I learn from that? Not much, but my stuff's done. That's right.
0: But look at my fence.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Japanese garden you put in for me. I'm going
0: to be Miyagi-san.
1: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very tall Pat Morita. You'd be yeah. a huge Pat Morita. <laughs> like Pat Morita and a half. Yeah. So...
0: so the last time we recorded was the Christmas
1: show. I have no recollection. I think that was the last time we recorded. Did we? Did we even do that this year?
0: And we did the Christmas show this year. Did
1: we? Okay. We did do the Christmas show. But that has but, been almost and, ten and months. Wait, so. not this year,
0: 2014. So,
1: uh, well, sure, yeah, you know. certainly.
0: So, I think my point is, is that you know, I think a lot of people go, "Oh, you know, Aaron and Mark see each other all the time." they just only getting. They only just record three or four times a year, um, and, and I think no. my point is, is that this is the first time I'm seeing Mark really since about then. That's right. Yeah, I think we got together around New Year's or so. I think we went out to dinner, maybe,
1: maybe, but that's yeah. about yeah. But that was
0: certainly holiday time. It's been
1: nine months or so. Yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah.
0: You've grown a couple of inches.
1: I have. Yeah. So <laughs> has my son. I wish I grew more like he did. But um, yeah, it's good. I haven't had a whole lot of scotch since uh, the last time, so well, it, that's very sad, isn't it? We can hook you up. Well, I'm glad. I In s-
0: fact, I was really juggling. You know, if we should invert it sometime, it should be three scotches and a beer.
1: Oh my gosh! Like the bizarro world. That would be bizarro. Know? That would be. That needs to be um, definitely uh, Friday night, where I've got nothing on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's kill the scotch that's mark right. that's right there's a little bit more Markie. three of them okay <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah all right well hmm. uh, I did sort of make up for that because uh, I've got uh, what they call large format Paul has got, I, Paul
0: Mark has got some gigantic beers here
1: right gigantic beers well they're bomber so style I into, feel like he's compensating for something uh, the fact that we have been together for nine months possibly that's what I'm doing yeah, possibly um And I know that I just want to let anybody who's listening right now know, uh, because this may so appall them uh, that they that they want to to go ahead and just shut off right now. Um, A lot of times I try to put a lot of thought into the types of beer (laughs) uh, that I put together. But this this was non-scientific, non uh, non non-gastronomic. This was gosh, that looks good. (laughs) <laughs> I'd like to drink that.
0: So uh, <laughs> last week, Mark sends me a text saying, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out what beers to, to to pair with the scotch. Can you give me some hints? And so.
1: Now, to be fair too, I well, can read only you only the exchange. Go ahead and, and read it. I also want to add the timeline to all of that because that will make some difference as well. What do you mean the timeline? The timeline. I don't understand what you mean by that. Well, you'll know once I start talking about it. I'm not so sure. Hold on, just
0: one second. It's here somewhere. This is if you could sing something while I'm looking for this.
1: Oh, yeah, here it goes. Oh goes. Dan- so oh,
0: okay. Monday at four fourteen p.m. I guess that was this week then. Uh, it seems so long ago. It does. <laughs> Mark says, "Hey, any hints on the scotch selection or clues about what sorts of beer might uh, pair well?" And so I respond with, the scotch is kregelicky. It means Rocky Hill. It's a space-side whiskey. And Mark responds with, hmm, would you say it's a drier or sweeter? Can you give me a word or two to go on? So I offered clover-studded baked apples. Okay. At what, time,
1: what time are we at now? At uh,
0: we are at 7.19 p.m. Yeah. Clover-studded baked
1: apples. Hefty, malty. Mazy in the mouth. Yes. So the first, so the first one's what time? Uh, four fourteen p.m. Right. And
0: so then I, I, I sent my note about it's Craig Craigelicate at four sixteen. Yes, that was quick. Yeah, and then means Rocky Hill at four nineteen, and then it's a Space Whiskey at four twenty,
1: and then yes.
0: you you responded at four twenty two with your you know can you give yes. me a word or two to go on, and then I responded at seven nineteen.
1: With. Right, that's because at about five o'clock I was a total wine. ha! <laughs> uh-huh. So you're at the liquor store two
0: hours before I sent my uh, my information. Okay. Yeah, well but, that makes it, sense. No,
1: it, no, it's fine. And 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 uh, uh, why don't you save my response uh, to your uh, mazy mouth, uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, mouth thing? Maisie Mouth thing. That's uh, the show uh, title, by the way. It's, Maisie it's, Mouth it's thing. The Maisie Mouth. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, so the first, the first beer I chose, well, I don't know if it was the first one I chose, but the first one we're going to drink is Lagunitas Imperial Pills. Um, at first I was going to get an Imperial everything Mm -hmm. and just go like, this is kind of more kind of extreme. It's the, you know, balls of the wall kind of beers. Um, but then, uh, my last one's not that. So I was like, well... This just looks good to drink. Sure, and I've had this one before actually, and it is it is I think uh, at least acceptable. And these are lighter, so these will probably be ones that you uh, you enjoy. And what is this but again? This is a uh, it's, it's a an Imperial Pils, so it's a Pilsner. So in a, in a more American style, so you know your Pilsners, even American style Pilsners, are or um, especially American style Pilsners, like your Budweiser. Your coors and stuff like that—they actually win like all the awards mm-hmm. um, at the Great American Beer Festival because they they do that style mm-hmm. well, whether you whether or not you like it. And um, uh, of course, you know anybody kind of taking this. This is a California company um, or brewery, I should say. Uh, they kind of take it and uh, and they've really kind of like taken it to the next level. Sure. So. so-
0: I rather like Pilsner's. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites is the Koenig Pilsner. Okay. Koenig Pilsner um, means King Pilsner. It, yeah, it sure does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it's a, I, I find it to be, you know, quite tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something, it's not
1: my favorite beer. but I find
0: Walter it, Koenig? Exactly. It's, Pilsner. it's, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's a checkoff beer. Chekhov. But uh, this, oh, yeah. this almost would come off as. That tastes like grandpa. That's it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: my, my, my grandfather was a big pilsner guy oh, yeah. and this tastes like, tastes, what he would and, yeah. Tastes and smells like what, it, what his uh, mugs always smelled.
1: Yeah. Like. So the, um, uh, the European pilsners tend to have a little bit more character to them. Uh-huh. A little bit Absolutely. more flavor. So I, I, I think of it when I think of those as a little bit more coppery, mm-hmm. um, you know, real nice, clean, almost a shiny taste. to Yeah. It. Um, this is nice, and this this does it has uh, a, lot a lot more character. hops uh-huh. in it than you'd ever find in an American mm-hmm. pilsner, um, and uh, I'll have to look again to see what the, so, the alcohol content. But it's but it's definitely more. It's more than five percent. I want to say it's like for folks who aren't. Uh, it's eight eight point six.
0: So I mean, you're talking me.
1: a, a pretty yeah stout pretty stout,
0: With, without being a stout. Without being stout, <laughs> so so you know you, you say it's got a hoppy taste. Describe that that
1: that taste. Um, so this one's uh, real citrusy, mm-hmm. real um, bright, almost almost grapefruity to me. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, almost uh maybe uh, orange rind a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, yeah, definitely kind of a rindy. Mm-hmm. Um but it's the same kind of a a very bright Mm -hmm. taste to it. It's not a, it's not a grassy hop um, or it's not, you know, kind of what they will call like kind of a dank thing. None of that. It's nice and bright. And I mean, it's um, I think it's just, it's, it's great for in Texas this time of year when it's just, it's, it's the last little puffs of hot air just kind of pushing in. It's like, okay, just got to make it through this last little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah, and pilsners, I I really enjoy pilsners in the summertime. Uh, that's typically when I'll buy a twelve pack of the the, the Koenig's pilsner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I would drink this. I, I am drinking this.
1: You are drinking. Yeah, this is yeah. this is really very tasty. It's not me. the the raw beer oh, night.
0: It was rough. That was why it's been so long since I've been back.
1: Is it? <laughs> I'm, no doubt. I'm probably just like no, that boy likes the smoke beers and. No, no. I had the same. Well, I don't think I disliked it as much as you did, yeah. but I, I haven't bought another one. Mm. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah. This is really good. I'm concerned that you've given this to me in a Mitt Romney pint glass. Yeah. Start a new tab, Mitt Romney.
1: Yeah. So so this came from uh, last uh, uh, election. Yep,
0: 2012. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Flying Saucer did a thing where you would order your beer In either the Mitt Romney to vote for Mitt or Mm -hmm. the Obama Glass. Gotcha. And uh, I do have a match set. Do Uh, you? I do have that, and I've got the uh, Obama. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So. um, (laughs) But I thought, uh, you know, Aaron's Aaron's such a big Republican. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Gigantic Republican.
1: Yeah. 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 And Fox News Watcher. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Old time Fox News Watcher.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, I have a question for you. Oh, uh, boy.
1: here here we go. But
0: do you use Groupon at sometimes. all? Sometimes. Do you have the Groupon app?
1: I uh do. But I have I I I generally don't mess with it too much. Uh-huh. And, Is
0: hmm. there a particular reason for that?
1: No, I okay. just don't mess
0: with it. So, kind of in my head I I have it in my brain hmm. that Groupon, yeah. Is kind of something that, you know, and and I don't mean this in a disparaging tone. I don't.
1: Okay. (laughs) But it seems like something crack whores use.
0: (laughs) No, it seems like something that housewives use. Right. Right. That that as a rule that, you know, people who clip coupons, you know, use, you know, Groupon. So I even kind of have it in my head because when I think of people who clip coupons, I think about my grandma. Okay. Sure. And so that's the that is the typical Groupon user that you know I kind of have in my head. And so you know I've got the Groupon app open as I did earlier this evening, browsing around to see if there is anything that I needed to have. And so you know they've got things in here like your men's polo shirt two pack. They've got the Dyson handheld vacuum cleaner. They've got the two-carat-weight diamond engagement ring. Uh, You know, some T-shirts, some shoes. Um, But as I scroll along, here we go. you know, you find some things that are perhaps, you know, it's not too startling. It's the men's sexy animal G-string with a happy, you know, puppy where, you know, your oh, boy stuff goes.
1: I do like the duck one. And
0: that's not too upsetting. Um, Mallard. And not, then, you, then you find this item, which I, I did a double take on because it looks like a ring, Right. It does. It right. looks so,
1: like maybe an Apple ring, like they've gone yeah. from the watch. Yeah. It's I mean, very kind of sleek it, looking. Yeah.
0: It, it looks like something that you would wear on, on your on your ring finger. Sure. And, and then, it's for I'm size like, C. Right. And so I'm reading that, and it's, a, it's, it's an OVO B6 vibrating C ring.
1: Yeah. They didn't spell that one out, did and they? And so
0: I'm like, okay, well, what, what is a vibrating C ring? Because it, what, it wasn't making the connection. Right. right. And so I go down to the uh, details, and it is. Does it have reviews? It has a single speed motor, vibate, v- v- vibrations transfer to partner, whisper quiet operation, easily accessible on off button, soft and close fitting, showerproof.
1: Showerproof?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Made of silicone, do not use with silicone based lubricants, batteries included, designed in Germany very important to note because when you're talking about c ring quality <laughs> so i was a little startled by that right so so yeah. i continued on and then <laughs> of course. It, and then i mean like to you, know, you go from uh, the ultrasonic skin scrubber to the whip smart pleasure swing Right, the whip smart pleasure. That's swing. a pretty
1: good price, too, I'd imagine. That
0: you know, sixty five dollars. I mean, you're losing money not getting in on this deal.
1: You know, well, that's I mean, really, kind
0: of need two. But uh, then, so the, there's
1: a seedy side of the of Groupon. Well, and I didn't, I'm not even in like a special department. Right. I mean, it's just in the. Like, so I could be like, hey, my son. My eight year old son here, scroll yeah. down and see if you see something interesting in Groupon. And he would stumble upon this because it's not special. It's not.
0: Yeah. And, and it carries you over into the Katie Morgan cyber skin, vibrating vagina and anus with controller. And so. Uh, How much uh, is that one? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sixty-nine ninety-nine. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. So uh, coming back to my original point, what are those housewives and my grandma doing on the Groupon?
1: Uh well clearly it, sounds... it wouldn't be on there if people didn't choose it. <laughs> so I'm just a
0: little uh just a little startled by the whole thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I clearly had not spent that much time on the Groupon app. Uh, wow. Okay. So you know Well you got it spicy early tonight. Groupon dot
0: com for all your C ring needs. <laughs>
1: Well, when you need a C-ring, yeah, you may as oh, well yeah. get it cheap, right? That's, well, yeah, exactly. But that one only and, had a one-speed motor, and, and really? And you need three settings, right? I mean, who doesn't? I mean, wow. my oscillating fan has three settings. Why would my C-ring not?
0: That's why you want to go Swiss engineering instead of German.
1: There you go. I guarantee there's going to be seven people. Maybe more. <laughs> Maybe that, eight. That, that download yeah. uh, the yeah. Groupon app yeah. just we, to see... You gotta have it. ...the madness that we're talking For about. For the
0: Katie Morgan vibrating... Who's Katie Morgan? Some kind of
1: porn star. Oh, okay.
0: I only know this because she was in that... Uh, Zach
1: and... Mac and Miri make a yeah, make porno. Yeah, making porno. Oh. She was in that. Oh, she. I haven't oh. seen that either. So. Yeah. You should see it. You can learn all about the Dutch rudder. Oh. It's important. Okay. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. So how
0: are we doing on the Pilsner?
1: Pretty good. I have uh, finished mine. This is going to be a long night. <laughs> 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 um, I don't think the next one is quite quite as, well, um, oh, I can't say that. That's a, I was going to say not quite as challenging, but uh, it is uh, less alcohol by volume. And this uh, is another uh, Imperial. This is Imperial Saison. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. Hold on. Let's see that almost worked
0: now is there a distinction uh, that was an imperial pilsner this is an imperial saison does the imperial connote something other than royalty yeah
1: yeah so it's generally uh more whether it's double or whatever of the malts the hops ah, everything so it's okay. kind of like um so it's the most of it's moey. they just say movie Moey saison right now a saison. D, are you familiar with a saison in general? I think we've done a saison before. I'm sure we have farmhouse ale. Right. Um, these are a Belgian style. Generally, uh, I like this. This is from Funkworks. Funkvex. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Potslawi dance. That's Fort Fort Collins, Colorado, which New Belgium, where Fat Tire is made, is also in that same town. This is a new brewery. This is, if I'm reading their timeline, and it's, uh, by the way, if you're doing the website for Funkworks, uh, as you're going through the timeline. Funkworks. Funkworks. Oh, and this is, by the way, is the Tropic King. I don't know why they didn't do the Funk King, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, if you're doing the website, the timeline, every time you're reading down on there, you think, oh, that's when they start. No. No. Maybe, okay, that's when they open the. No, you can't really tell when they opened that brewery. Mm-hmm. It's 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 real cryptic, but it looks like right around 2011 or so. So this is a very new, very new brewery. Um, it has almost no nose to it. It is very subtle. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's. It's. I don't think it's too bad. Oh, I'm just it, uh, saying that
0: it's not. You know the the Lagonita. It had a
1: lot more hoppy. Well right. the only thing is that the saison is not going to have yeah. that hop to it, and I I. I might should have uh, swapped the order, um, but I did not remember the Lagunitas had kind of that much hot punch to it. Yeah. But um, this has got a real nice lacy head. Yeah. sticking around.
0: Yeah, it's sticking around. And some nice retention it's
1: there. It's nice, uh, and it's and it's supposed to be an unfiltered beer, and, uh-huh. it, and it certainly is. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's uh, just a little cloudy. Yep. And uh, that's
0: highly acceptable.
1: It is now, again. Maybe it's maybe it's coming after that imperial pills. I I have a hard time like seeing this as an imperial. Um,
0: you don't feel like it's more.
1: Well, I haven't had their just saison. Okay. So perhaps it is more than their regular saison, but it's really not uh, punchy enough that I'm thinking, wow, this is really over the top. Right. You know, saison.
0: It, it certainly isn't slapping you in the face, but highly drinkable.
1: It's towards the top of alcohol volume uh, by volume for saison. Uh, Usually, those top out seven five, mm-hmm. something like that. This is an eight, um, but certainly the the flavors in it are not overwhelming or anything like that. It's not just you know a lot of imperials are just sort of as far as like a pilsner. That's kind of a slappy in the face Pilsner. Right. As far as Pilsner goes. Uh, this is not that. That is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. That is not necessarily a, a critique or a negative critique, I should say. Um, because I actually like this. Yeah, no, it's,
0: it's, quite, it's quite tasty. Highly drinkable.
1: Uh, which is good because when you got a big beer like that, and I'll say I don't remember exactly what I paid, but it was, um, as far as bombers go, Mm-hmm. reasonable uh that imperial pills extremely reasonable at about uh five six bucks um the other two were right around the ten dollar mark 10 to 11
0: where are you buying your growlers these days
1: uh, i have not done a lot of growlers i've really? half growlers but i haven't um i visit uh craft and growler once mm-hmm. in a while um i don't know where that is downtown it is uh, we, we, we probably, uh, Dallas. Okay. So we should, we probably, uh, should find a time where we go down there and do a remote Yeah. because they have, um, I think they actually expanded their taps at one time. They had 30 taps. I think they got 50 now, but anyway, they've got uh, lots. The, the last tap is always uh, a beat of root beer, mm-hmm. which always is just like, bring your son. I was like, right. oh, okay. I will Good drinking with the boy. Yeah. Which, yeah. which I've done. Nah. Uh, the other great thing is, um, Right across the street from it, the uh, the green line stops. Mm-hmm. Right. So although I have not done that, it seems like a really well thought out location sure. as far as, you know, you can, you can stop right there across the street and then go back over, get on the right. train and go back to where right. you're going. Get so, stupid
0: drunk, ride the train for a while. Yeah. 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 Just
1: let that work out. And so um, I do like that. Uh, but they they keep lots of local stuff. That's great. It's really good.
0: That's great. Well, I've been buying growlers over at Central Market, uh, and I feel like I always choose poorly.
1: Mm. <laughs> do you not do like take a sample?
0: I do, and the sample, you know, they only give you that little thimble full of sample, and you're like, yeah. oh, son, that's great. And then you get home, and you get a pint full of it, and you're like, ugh, I got a whole growler. I got to get through that damn yeah. thing. <laughs> Have you done that before, where you've gotten a growler and you're like,
1: ugh, oh damn yeah? Bored. Well, I did that with a. Um, I was really excited about uh velvet hammer mm-hmm. and I don't know if just coming off the tap, it has a smoother taste, but I'd had, I'd had a pint before and then I had another sample before I got yeah. uh, the growler and coming right off the tap, smooth. I, I never really yeah. felt the, the the kick in it. By the time I kind of gotten it home uh, and opened it up, the bitterness it just kind of it just kind of had a funky you. funky yeah. bitterness to it, yeah. and I just couldn't get past it, and it wasn't as enjoyable. Yeah, um, that's really about the only time I've I've had a bad experience with well, news. I
0: I got a growler full this last time, and I I don't remember who the the brewery is, but I remember the name of the of the beer. Talk to me. And it was uh, sit down or I will sit you down.
1: Oh, I've seen that somewhere, what and are?
0: I've it's. It's one of the local ones, yeah, and I just can't remember who it is, but I loved it at the market. You know, I, I tasted it. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is great!" Yes. What, what kind of style is it? An IPA. Okay. Um. And I and I I I like IPAs. I like them a lot. And uh, uh, got it home, and I like I said, I drank my first pint glass of it, and I was like, whew, this is rough." <laughs> and by the time I got to the end of it, I was just like. Yeah, I'm Ooh. gonna have to like boil broths in this. I, I just I, I'm gonna have to cook with it. Well, you know what?
1: That's not a bad re- that way yeah. to take care of that. And that's know? what I did. I boiled a whole bunch of broths in it. But, oh, uh, I bet. I've never done a broth in an IPA. Yeah. I should. I've usually done it in darker beers. Yeah, but I bet you that was a great one. Yeah,
0: it? that was fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, I feel bad. Uh, you should. You I mean, and I have talked for a long time about going over to World of Beers together. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my friend Paul came into town earlier this this year. And, oh boy, uh, uh, and you're
1: about to break my heart. Uh, it,
0: and, yeah, and it, well I mean I had and and I had not been to World of Beers mm-hmm. but Paul and I went. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like I was
1: cheating on you. Well you were. You were. <laughs> <laughs> that was that probably that night that first some in fact I was just thinking about this the other day. There was one night that I inexplicably just I fell asleep crying myself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Good chance it was that night. That was probably that night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you think? I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, it's pricey.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, that's, Paul, that's Paul did a flight thing. and uh-huh. uh, I, I just drank two pints and uh, I had one of their, the uh, bartender recommended, uh, there was kind of a dessert-y beer, a chocolate beer. And she said it was awfully rich. Yeah. And she recommended you do a half and half. And oh, I that's, for, yeah. I forget what she, what the mix was. But it was fantastic. I mean, so I like a, I like a knowledgeable bartender, Mm -hmm. you know, who can, excuse me, I got the hiccups.
1: Uh, And this was at the bar or you're like waitress? Okay. We were at the bar. Because I think, so I've had a couple of waitresses there that have not struck me as beer Mm -hmm. people. So, uh, for example, uh, and this is my pet peeve Mm -hmm. when I go into, uh, any sort of place like that and, um. You know, I go. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna have the blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. They go. Oh, you know, we're out of that one. Oh, it drives me nuts. Just it. it that's about the only thing that gets underneath my skin. But yeah. I, I generally will pick the beer that they don't have. Right. I'm really good at that. Yeah. And um. Uh. And I've had some of them go. Oh. Okay. We don't have that. But and this is the only way you're gonna save it with me. Right. Is Make if you say something that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like. Oh, you know what? We don't have the Imperial Pills in, but uh, there is a Pale Ale by Peticolis, mm-hmm. uh that I think you'll really like. Yeah. That's very similar to that. But that requires like
0: that. you know your product.
1: Yeah, and there have yes. been sometimes they're like, oh, you know, we're out of the Imperial Pills, but you know what else is good? Like, there's this chocolate cherry stout. Yeah, and like you just ruined my day and your tip. it's never been that quite that off but there's been sometimes it's like oh you wanted that saison yeah we don't have a saison but uh we've got this pilsner over here well it's like that's uh, um no no what i can
0: understand if you go to a place like flying saucer or world of beers or any place that that it's going to have a bazillion things on tap yeah that you don't know what's on tap off the top of your head because there's 50 beers right but when i go to a restaurant or a bar that has three beers on tap, you ought to know what those three beers are. right? You know? Yeah. (laughs) And that's, oh, I don't know. And they they turn around and look towards the bar and see if they can make out the, the the, the taps.
1: Uh, That's generally what I'm like, does everything end with light? (laughs) Because if it does, then you can, you don't have to strain your eyes. Well, you know,
0: I have to say there's a restaurant we go to from time to time called Catfish Sam's. And it is a it is a a long time restaurant in town. I mean, since I was a boy. Okay. Um. And I have these very fond memories of going with my dad, and dad would get that big schooner of beer.
1: Oh yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah. And every time I go, I want the big schooner of beer from the big chilled mug. Yeah. It's gigantic, and you know, just looks as refreshing and wonderful as it can be. Yeah. And I'm never able to order it because Why? it's Coors Light, mm-hmm. Bud Light, and Bud.
1: Well isn't that what your, what your dad would drink? Then? Absolutely yeah, but yeah. I can't drink that yeah
0: I mean as as refreshing and wonderful as that big schooner of beer mm-hmm. looks I can't
1: do it well, I'll tell you so um, uh, Black IP has schooners and I used to love going over there um, after a certain theology class uh, <laughs> and uh, during happy hour uh-huh. and I'd get the schooner and they would have it like shiner or something right. like that and it was it was just great because it was it was this big thick glass frozen thing with you know with the beer in it yeah um no and i'll agree with you those those the schooners if they if they do it right it really can be nice i have to say though so about the first time in a very long time i'm trying to think what i had i guess maybe i because my my son and i are riding bikes a lot Mm -hmm. and uh it's still kind of hot outside so we've come in and there have been a couple of times that there were some leftover coors lights like Mm -hmm. little eight ounce ones yeah uh from my uh from my uh father-in-law's uh, visit. Right. And I just I grabbed one You just pounded it, didn't <sighs> I? just in like a, three sips, boom boom boom, and I was like, "You know, that's the way to drink a Coors Light is straight out mm-hmm. of the of the fridge." Right. You ps before cuz mine are out in the garage. Right. So before I've made it to the door into the house, I've already opened it. Right. By the time I make it to the sink, which is I don't know eight feet inside the door right that thing's pretty much gone. Yeah, I crush it and put it in the recycle thing. Yeah,
0: that's the way to do that.
1: And destroy uh, all evidence. That, that, that you was wonderful. That, yeah. that, those were really nice. I thought, you know what? That's perfect. Eight ounces one, eight ounces mm-hmm. uh, and then be really hot and sweaty right and that's just perfect. yeah, just perfect. So that worked for me. But uh, how, how are you feeling about the, we've made it I like the way it. through the Saison? I, I like the
0: Saison. But, you know, I also, I, I really like the Farmhouse Ales. I do too. As, I as, do. A, as, a, as a category, I really do find those enjoyable. I've got a question for you. Okay, so talking about beer. Sure.
1: I'm uh, glad we are.
0: So, you know, last year we talked about Shiner's Seasonal Ruby Redbird.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? And how I, I thought you liked it, but you don't.
0: I don't. It's too tart. It's right, too. Yeah. I, I, I. I. And I love grapefruit, but I do not like the 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 way that one works. Have you tried the prickly pear? The no. shiner prickly. pear? Oh my god! Is it good? It is so good. Okay. And it's seasonal, so grab it while you can. I okay. Think I've got a couple of bottles at the house if you need okay. to hook up. Yeah, yeah. But oh my god, it's good. Okay. It is. Uh. It it, it, it is tart, mm-hmm. but pleasantly so. Okay. Um. Very fruity. Um. But still, you know, it has a very satisfying beer taste to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, it. It is thoroughly enjoyable. I've been through probably 18 of those in the last couple of weeks.
1: Really good. Okay. Well, and, and it seems like I've heard somebody else speak favorably about that. Yeah. All right. So this last one. Um, now, I have to say just, just straight off, uh, I don't know that I've ever really had a bad time in Marble Falls, Texas.
0: I can't say say that I have either. In fact, I think that it would be wrong to have a bad time in Marble Falls, Texas.
1: I think so. There's just... Because uh, I'm always on my way to San Antonio when I'm there. Stop at a restaurant or whatever. It seems like a pleasant enough town. I've never been pulled over there for speeding. Uh, I think I've even eaten Chinese food there. Lovely people in Marble Falls. I think so. The Marble Fallsians. The Fallsians. (laughs) Uh, So this beer is from... Marble Falls. Marble Falls. Look at you. Well, I know. With the regional beers. So this is Save the World, which there are two physicians that uh quit being physicians and became brewers. They're beer doctors. They're beer doctors. Right. They're yeah. truly beer doctors. <laughs> uh and uh I think they give I, I I don't know what the percentage is or anything, uh, but this is a philanthropic Maybe thing, it's the same so. percentage as the A B V. Maybe so. So let's see what this one is uh no clue let's see hold on <laughs> now you know i did look it up but i don't remember what it is oh there it is there it is oh yeah nine
0: nine well i think they're probably giving nine percent
1: yes definitely because that would, it, that how, would make sense that wouldn't it yeah so and but this is the uh bonus pastor bonus pastor the good shepherd it's a scotch ale now what's interesting huh. So I that's that's what because 'cause it's got the, tart, oh, it's got the tartan on it. on it, yeah. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well scotch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like going at for you. the basic yeah. thing. Like, yeah. This'll
1: go with Scotch because it's got plaid Award
0: winning um, podcasting. <laughs>
1: this is so good. I mean the thought that was put into this uh, deep, deep analytical skills. Potatoes could yeah. uh could do clocks better than yeah. this. But anyway, Uh, so, but this is a Belgian style Scotch ale. Mm -hmm. So what I'm guessing is they did kind of the Scotchy thing. And usually that's a little bit of smoked stuff in there. And then, um, and then they have a Belgian yeast. Very nice. A lot of times, um, what makes a Belgian beer, a Belgian beer is the yeast. Right. Um, if you were to look at the, the grain bill and everything for a lot of these, um, uh, whether it's a Saison or whatever, you could almost go, okay, it could be a Saison. You could probably push it towards Pilsner. And, uh, but, uh, but the yeast really gives it that extra little oomph. Uh, so like for Saisons, usually it's kind of a more wild tasting yeah. yeast. Um, you know, for triples and doubles and things like that, it's just got that, it's almost kind of like a, a sweet, buttery taste to me. But anyway, so let's see what this is. I've never had it before. Um, this is uh, but yet yeah, this was another one that I was like, "Ooh,, well, that looks interesting it's a dark isn't so it? this is gonna be dark. it's gonna be our strongest beer by by uh by far four tenths of a percentage, and man, not a lot of head on that at all. no, it is not heady whatsoever.'m I mean, in fact, I'm going to try to get some some head out of this um it is minimal, yeah.
0: I mean, you were even pouring that a little aggressive. And yeah, okay. Now,
1: it's giving me it's a little bit. It's coming up, yeah. Um, not a big nose. No. Now, although I have to say, okay, so it's it's pretty dark. Yeah, it's it is. It's pretty dark. You can see some light through yeah. it, but... Uh, it's
0: darker than an amber. It, uh, you know, you look at how dark it is, and I would expect it to to, to be a bit more bitter than it is, mm-hmm. and it's not. Um, it's actually quite agreeable. Very okay. drinkable.
1: You know what? I like the taste. Mm-hmm. Way better than the smell. I will say, like that, yards. Um, I pick
0: up uh, almost almost a pruniness to it. I was yeah, I was gonna say yeah. fig. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm, I don't a hear. hint
1: of chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now I'll say this is probably the most uh, interesting uh-huh. of the beers that we've had for sure. Certainly, certainly. Um, I think I would find the the saison a little bit more drinkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one may be coming in it, second f- on that. What What is this uh,
0: classified as again? A Scotch. It's a Scotch ale. That's it's right. Scotch ale. You know, Scotch ales are generally a bigger taste than this. Mm-hmm. I, I would consider this a, a, in the category of a Scotch ale. You know, a, there's not a lot of smoke to it. Mm-mm. Um, certainly not in the nose, and not at all in the taste. No, there's generally I, I uh, Scotch ales have a little bit of bitterness to them. Uh, and I'm not picking up any of that here at all.
1: Mm-hmm. I think whether it's a, a prune or a figginess yeah. is, I think that's huge in it. Yeah. No, and, absolutely. And I think and I actually like that yeah, about I do too. it. It's very uh, rich. I could even see, um, uh, some cherry, mm-hmm. some ter- the dark cherries. Yeah. There's there's in a in fruit
0: cakiness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I enjoyed the Pilsner and the Saison, I think this is my favorite beer. Oh, of the is night. it? Yeah. Um, it was I was surprised by how drinkable it is I mean you see how much of this have sucked down already
1: uh, yeah you uh, went through this one this is probably this is definitely the fastest you've gone yeah any of and them. it's
0: I mean it's really tasty mm-hmm. uh, this is something I would pick up yeah I, I and I would pick up all three of these, but I think that mm-hmm. you know if i if I saw all three of these sitting next to each other, I'd grab this one grab that one yeah yeah, I enjoy one. I hell may that. say
1: this this may be one of the more successful uh beer choosings mm-hmm. now i I went out on a limb um because i had not had two of the three speaking of tap that so that was our last beer um it's
0: sad when it's the last beer
1: well uh sometimes except that it's very exciting because then it goes into a, a world that i'm still learning more about which oh, is what about the
0: scotch? scooch scotch. so since we have last met you know i we talked Uh-oh, last we year we talked last year this is this another betrayal story? No. Oh, good. No. Okay. Uh, not Yet another betrayal story. <laughs> um, we talked last year about how uh, my wife got me a membership in the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Very so
0: exciting. one of the perks of the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society is attending Scotch Malt Whiskey Society tasting events. Mm. And so they had one in Dallas. And, you know, we've talked previously about the uh, Whiskey Fest out in Dallas. Yeah. And I talked about how I was grossly disappointed in the last one I went to. Yeah, I remember that. It was... They were pouring whiskey for people who don't like to drink whiskey. You know, a lot of stuff that was just, you know, really sweet and, you know, a lot of sugar. Well, they almost made
1: excuses for it. Like, well, you'll like this if you don't like whiskey. It's like, so when I walked in the door... Yeah. (laughs) And it said, Whiskey (laughs) Fest. (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: uh one of the benefits of, of the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society is that they actually pour whiskey for people who like to drink whiskey. Nice. It was nice. So we went to this event, and it was at the uh, the Grand Kempinski. no, wait,
1: where is it? Because I don't know. Where is this?
0: It's in North Dallas, off oh, the tollway. Okay. And, you know, at, the, at a hotel, big ballroom oh, thing. Okay. And so, you know, I bought my tickets early on, and then I got a note that said, hey, you know, since you were an early, uh, you know, ticket buyer, we doers would like to invite, invite you to a private tasting. Nice. Prior to, you know, whiskey event itself. Right. Nice. And so, you know, I was like, man, I can't stand doers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go because they were going to have a, they were going to have a class right. about whiskey tasting that one of their, you know, uh, brand ambassadors was going to be leading. And I really had uh, uh, rather dim views of it, but I'm like, eh, you know. So, what's your problem with doers? Well, I've I've only ever had the Doers White Label, okay, which is kind of like in, in the beer world drinking Heineken. Mm-hmm. It's fine, right? It's not great,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: And you know, I it, it's kind of like I equate it to Royal Crown. Okay. You know, to I'm sorry, Crown Royal. Royal right. crowns a soda. Uh, <laughs> uh, Crown Royal. It's 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 made for a more uh, a broader audience. a broader palate, right? right? And I just don't care for it. It doesn't have enough character for me. And but it, it, yet it is the whiskey that is always available on your flight. You know, you can always get Doers White Label, mm-hmm. and that's all I've ever had of Doers. Okay. You know, and it's it's all I've ever had to have of Doers up until now because I didn't care for it. Right, Right? um, so but you know I was like you know I'll I'll get to hear this guy what this guy says and it'll give me a perspective. I am so glad I went. Okay, number one, the class was so instructive. You know, talking about single malts and blends and whatnot, but it really educated me about doers. Mm. That uh, there's a lot that doers does that I like that I didn't know that I liked, and so Mm. I I, kind of had this this.
1: Sort a of a bias. black label, yeah. Idea, I had a bias but, yeah. against
0: Dewars that now I don't have. Um, the Scotch that we're going to drink tonight is Craigellachie, which is manufactured, which is owned by Dewars. Dewars owns a lot of different distilleries, right? Mm. And have you ever heard of Craigellachie before? No. There's no. a reason for that, Mark, because Craigellachie <laughs> for the it, it's been around since 1891,
1: right? This distillery that's is, almost as old as my grandfather. I
0: know, right? But They have most of what they distill is blended into what Doers does. Okay, but they they have been around since 1891. Uh, It's a space side Scotch. Okay, and you know to give you an idea of the map of Scotland. Speyside is on the northern side of Scotland. Okay. It's, uh, you know, if you think of the Highlands there in the middle. Right. It's on the north side of the Highlands, whereas the, the, the Scotches that I typically prefer, the Isla uh, Scotches, are on the south side okay. of the Highlands. So uh, it's a Speyside Scotch, um, and Speyside's generally characterized as being lighter and grassy, uh, mm-hmm. not as deep in color. Um, I tried, they had, at that tasting... After we, we traced, tasted three scotches Mm -hmm. in the class Mm -hmm. that doers provided and all three of them were fantastic. And they finished with one that was the, it was the Avalor, um, which was like a 21 year old scotch. Mm. Oh my God.
1: Was it really? It was
0: so, it was off the charts. Good. I think it's important to note, Suzanne, my wife went with me and Suzanne loves the way scotch smells. She but cannot the abide taste. the taste. Yeah. So she'll, it's great because she'll sit there and she'll hold the glass up to her nose and she'll say, oh my God, you know, you can, you can pick up the, the, the fig and the fruitiness of it and the, oh, the smoke and, you know, and yeah, she'll yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, she's just so effusive in, in her, in her characterization of the scotch. And then she'll drink it and she has
1: this. She just prunes up. She just hates it. Oh my <laughs> God. Well, it's not even that.
0: It's a seizure that she has. Oh. I mean, it, it, and. and <laughs> I keep telling her that we've got to do a video podcast of Scotch tastings with Aaron and Suzanne so that, uh, you know, you can just see her do this whole, uh, you know, seizure that she has. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's what I used to have with beer, probably. Because it's hysterical. Yeah. It
0: is just hysterical. I mean, I will open up a new bottle of Scotch and go, oh, my God, that smells fantastic. And she just can't drink them. But uh, <laughs> uh, she actually likes the Avalor, but, of course, she likes the expensive stuff. She likes the 21-year-old Scotch. Yeah, she does. Um so, went into the, to the tasting itself, and there were something like 50 different scotches. Okay. And they were all real scotches and whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a few bourbons. There were a few. Uh, there was actually a gin that uh, uh, one of the distillers made that Suzanne was crazy about. She's a gin girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fantastic. And, you know, there was one of the things that I highly appreciate. No limits on your tastings.
1: You know, Holy so you go to Whiskey Fest smokes. and you got a little passport
0: you, you got to fill out. But I mean, That I just like, sounds
1: like a Schloss
0: Fest. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh my God. And I was just like, okay, next time, Uber.
1: <laughs> well, next time, is there a hotel right now? Well, there? I, I, I just... did.
0: I, I was like, we should get a room, <laughs> you know, because there was fantastic.
1: Of course, you know, I mean, she's, uh, Suzanne's drinking less than you are, right? right. So, I mean, that's, that's a safe And thing. she did drive home. Right
0: Yeah Suzanne is convinced that I'm an alcoholic Okay Because uh, I used to When we first got married It would be a year before I got through a bottle of scotch Because I wasn't a big scotch I drank scotch but I was not a scotch drinker Mm -hmm. But I really have become somebody I I drink scotch on Friday night And I drink scotch on Saturday night Okay So the only two times of the week that I do it And I pour myself a double um, And that's what I drink um, and it's, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, out on the deck, reading a comic book, you know, that's that's the drill.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah I see a lot of Instagrams where I'm not invited to that. Party. Like, <laughs> like, well, that's part of another thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will... Hashtag betrayal, sorry. I'm sorry. Um,
0: <laughs> when we're on vacation, yeah. I will purchase a bottle of what I characterize as Vacation Scotch.
1: <laughs> vacation Scotch. I love it. And
0: it will disappear over the course of vacations. Oh my because gosh. instead of me drinking on Friday and Saturday night, I'm drinking each night through and vacation. And you're
1: having a double each, each oh, night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah.
0: Suzanne's like, I- I'm concerned about how much you're drinking. I'm like, it is a bottle over the course of seven days. It's not like it's a bottle tonight or even a bottle over two nights or three nights. It's a bottle over seven days. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she gets really... You know. I'm just concerned.
1: <laughs> well sure. So I, I I am convinced that there's an intervention
0: in my future.
1: Well, if you want me to like stand at the edge going, he's fine <laughs> with a drink really? in your, with
0: a drink in your hand.
1: Yeah. And I'll be sitting there like at a PA, like so it's super loud, just like right. clinking some uh some ice in right. a glass. Ice like, in glass. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you put ice in your single malt, you bastard. <laughs> Yeah, and when you when you uh you you give me a right hook for you know putting the wrong kind of water in it, that's right. Then that's when I get on that's the right. other side. Then I'm like, okay, maybe you've got a problem. But it has more to do with your snobbery about scotch than it does right. The right <laughs> drinking. That's right.
0: That's right. You have to watch Justified. Okay. Um, Justified's with Timothy Oliphant. Okay. And he plays a uh, U.S. marshal. Okay. Who, when the sh- when the series opens, he's working in Florida, in Miami, mm-hmm. right, and he opening scene, so I'm not spoiling anything, right opening scene he sits down in this in this uh you know rooftop restaurant yeah. uh, pool, all these you know women in bikinis alongside the pool, sits down across from this guy who you find out is a big uh Cuban drug lord, right, and you know it starts off the u s marshals like, I told you you had twenty four hours to get out of town, otherwise I was going to shoot you, right. And the guy's like, well, you can't just tell me to do that. You don't have that kind of authority. And what he does is is he goads the guy into pulling on him. And he blows the guy away. Because that's what he's trying to do, is get the guy to pull on him so he can have a justified reason to shoot him. Right. And that's where the whole series comes from. So he, you know, there's so much heat on him from the cartel. That they have to ship him back to another district, because he can't be in Miami anymore. So they ship him back to his hometown in Kentucky. Nice. And that's where the whole series takes place. And it is fantastic. It's on Amazon Prime. You guys would love it. You should watch it. Justified. Okay. I I have watched the series now three times, and I'm in my, my third time watching it, and now the wife is finally watching it. Okay. So I'm getting to see it through her eyes, and she's fallen in love with it. It's just, it's a perfect show.
1: It's a perfect show. Well, I'm still working on my wife to watch uh, Breaking Bad, which... Now, you've watched it all the way through. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And for my money, that is, from beginning to end, one of the most perfect shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. And, um, you know, at the beginning, you do have to build up a little... Like, it's like Walking Dead. Uh You have to build up a little resistance. Uh Uh-huh. To the level of... Ugliness? Of stress and uh-huh. ugliness. Yeah. And, like, for example, I, and I, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but, like, with Walking Dead, I watched the first three and a half minutes of Walking Dead four, five, maybe six times <laughs> before I was able to, like, okay, I made it over that hump. Right. And then uh, there were several other humps I had to make it over where I just sometimes, and, and it was, uh, uh, our, our listeners can't see this, but the, the ellipticals right here in front of the TV, I'd be on the elliptical. I just pause. Right. And just would elliptify for a little <laughs> while. Like, okay, I got to get my mind around this. Your What's going on?
0: going. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then I might watch another 30 seconds, and I, I had to pause. Okay, okay, got to take this in. It took me a little while. But once you kind of build up that, that resistance, um, and it's strange that we're talking about you know, building up a resistance to wa- being able to watch a show. Um, but the story that's told is really amazing. All right, so we need to, to, to get on this. <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the show.
0: There you go. Oh, sir. Now, this is the Kregeliki. It is, again, a space side. Okay, now,
1: tell me something. Oh, yeah. Okay, before we get into, like, the serious part of this. Yes. A lot of times, these Scotch names just look like a lot of letters after one another. <laughs> so... Uh, are there some some rules um, about to the, the diction on this? So I mean, like a ch is that a k- always or I mean <sighs> I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I the only reason I know how to pronounce the damn thing because when, when they said, "Well, here's the one of the scotches we'll be drinking," and I'm like, "Oh, it's the cragallacky." Yeah, and, I mean like uh, I, yeah, yeah, but no, it's pronounced cragallacky. Oy, oy, Craig it's Gellicky. Craig,
1: Craig Gellicky <laughs> I do love I love this uh, so just this I'll, you've got to just take a picture of, of this here and uh-huh. post it uh, because the first of all I love any scotch that comes in a canister uh-huh. like a little tube um, but then it's got built on a rocky bluff situated above the confluence of the river Fidditch. <laughs> there was not a finer I mean Shakespeare never wrote a sentence that good right
0: yeah, the confluence, the, uh, the uh,
1: confluence of the river fittage. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just, I I love it. Okay, so now um, now tell me some smart things about this. Um, so it's a space
0: side whiskey, and again, space sides are generally lighter. They're generally uh, noted by by grassiness. Okay. Um, and if you you know you can if you put your nose in it, you can kind of detect a little bit of the cut lawn about mm-hmm. it. You know, like. Some, a little bit of yard work in there. Now it's a 13 year old Scotch, which is kind of young for for a Scotch. You know, you see a lot of 12 years uh, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you do pick up a lot more alcohol in the nose.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's hitting me. It's a um, it's a wasabi. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, spicy. Uh, yeah, spicy. It's I
1: mean, it, you know, it's hitting my nose. It's hitting the those little um, uh, little sinuses. Uh huh. And 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 it's ca- causing a little bit of havoc there, but. <laughs> Until it starts to burn, it's a really nice, like yeah. sort of fresh. Uh-huh. Um, it's to me reminiscent of some of the some of the Isla things, as far as like the um, uh, the, the the salt mm-hmm. of the sea. Except you're right; it's got much more sort of the grass, right, in, instead of the sea. But it's that same sort of freshness, right. Now one of the things that you'll note that it
0: doesn't have that, that the islas typically have is that peaty smokiness. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna capture that. You know, you may No,
1: there's still some saltiness to it. For absolutely.
0: Sure. There's very much the you know, you get a sense of the sea to it, uh, but you don't pick up the the smoke. Right. You know, uh,
1: Which is one of the things that I think through this process I've I've become much more comfortable with the smoke the smoke as yeah. um, I think you know my, my kind of my favorite story uh, is um, in Disney World yeah. you know doing the flight of scotches and the last one was a smoky one yeah. and for the rest of the night I just kind of went around going <laughs> well I <laughs> because I one of my so favorite smoky.
0: scotches uh, is the Lagavulin sixteen. Mm-hmm. And it is characterized as a—it's uh, really a smokehouse. I mean, it is really smoky. Well, then they have a Lagavulin, and I want—I want to say they called it a Premier Edition, okay. which is like the Legovelin 16 turned to 11. <laughs> and I mean, so it's like double smoky, double everything. And I mean, it's fantastic. But the, every time I drank it, I'd. <sighs> yeah, Mark would hate this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's
1: funny because uh, you recoiled so much from the uh, the smokiness in the beer. Right. But yet, uh, the smokiness in the scotch doesn't bother me one little uh, bit. I it. tends to be it. something that's a little bit more... Yeah, I relish it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, um, I'm assuming uh, that that Rauch beer that we had, uh, and I'm not recalling the name of it uh, at this moment, but... Um, I'm assuming that, you know, it was made from a legitimately just sort of smoked malts mm-hmm. and things like that. There's, there wasn't sort of an extract yeah. feel. And, and to me, it didn't have that because I, I liked it a lot more than you did. Yeah. But you really kind of recoiled from it. Was it nasty. Um, whereas I had the exact same reaction yeah. with that scotch. So yeah. that's a very interesting thing that, that it's cool. Yeah. Now, why is that?
0: I don't know. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know.
0: i I'm a I philosophy the,
1: guy. I mean, you, you can, I love it in the you scotch. Spin I could this. I
0: I I don't know. There was something there was something heavy about that okay. in the, in the beer that I didn't care for. It just it it was uh there was a texture that i didn't care for that just mm-hmm. the way it sat in my, be-
1: in my belly in my belly um well I, you talked about it be, i mean almost feeling like it, like smoke in a jar like it was yeah. uh like it was an extract feel yeah. i mean i think you yeah. you kind of felt that uh it liquid smoke i, I didn't fit yeah liquid smoke is, yeah. yeah yeah whereas i didn't feel it as much but yeah i'm with you so what are you thinking of the Craig i got so it's it's all nose to me right now what i'm trying to do is is kind of Get that really settled in my nose first mm-hmm. before I, before I go for the taste, because the uh, the alcohol's still biting me. Uh huh. But I love that first one second of sniff. Yeah. Uh. I'm I, I'm 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 am pulling a Suzanne on this <laughs> yeah. one for so far. Uh, I haven't tasted it, but that first second uh-huh. is really nice. Right. It's no, really it- great. I really like the nose on this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here goes. Well. Okay, so first thing I'm tasting is kind of like an an oak, mm-hmm. a woody, a much much woodiness to it. Um. A dryness. I like it. There. It's again. It's very. It's very woody to me. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a lot going on there without it being uh, uh, dense. There's a there's a almost a zestiness to it.
1: Oh, I totally agree with yeah. that. Yeah, with some of the other things. So the, I think the peatiness and the things like that. It, it has sort of a foundation uh-huh. to it, whereas yeah, this it's a is heavier yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas this is much more sort of like. The doilies, the lace, in yeah. the, you know, in the in the windows, sort of yeah. thing. Um, you but,
0: almost imagine, you know, little Scottish fairies, <laughs>
1: <laughs> little but,
0: pixies, whirling about, <laughs> whirling about, whirling
1: <laughs> <laughs> about. <laughs> Side note: mm-hmm. I was carrying uh, to the balcony of the of the church the other uh-huh. day. The um, uh, have you seen just you know the the little chimes, the little kind of twinkle tinkerbell chimes. Yes. And I really did feel like what it was like to be Tinkerbell as I walked along with those and it was tinkling just kept tinkling. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: last Sunday we had ministry Sunday. Um so we're at Trinity Episcopal and one of the things that I'm trying to start up is a men's group. Yeah. And I am a member member currently a member at large because I don't have a chapter at my home church. Of the Brotherhood of St. Andrew, which is a uh, order that uh, part of the charter is, you know, it's prayer, study and service. And the name comes from uh, Andrew taking his brother and bringing him to Christ. Right. And so uh, I'm a member of the Brotherhood of St. Andrew, and I'm looking to start a chapter at my church because there is a men's group there at church. But it meets at like seven a.m. on Thursday mornings, and I, I'm already at my desk. Um, so at Ministry Sunday, I set up a table, right? Little we'll sign-up sheet, documentation about what the brotherhood is, yeah. and What we might do there at the church, and men are walking by my table and not making a point of not making direct eye contact. <laughs> What's that about? I mean, it was it was, it was like I was selling insurance. It was like I wanted to talk to them about their cellular phone plan so, or wanted to say, <laughs> hey, I'm from the cable company. I mean, uh, they I mean, they would see Brotherhood of St. Andrew and I mean, immediately look away. Why? But is here's this? The, Well, I think it was just because, man, I don't have time for another thing and I don't want thing, to get sucked into Ryan. it. And, you know, my priest had told me uh, that because I had I had my priest over for dinner uh, a couple of weeks ago to talk to her about it. And, and said, you know, this is what I'd like to do. Are you familiar with Brotherhood? And she goes, you know, I've never been in the church where there was an active chapter, but it sounds great. Do it. I mean, she's very much, uh, you know, if you want to do something, it's going to improve, you know, a, a ministry at the church. Do it. Do it. Right. Uh, she's all about that. So, uh, and uh, by the way, here we are in Texas, Diocese of Fort Worth, lady priest, which cracks me up. Yeah. And she's African-American, which I just find even more hilarious that, you know, here we are in the most conservative diocese in the country, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, African-American lady priest.
1: I love that. I that love that. That makes it. me want to go to your church. It
0: is so awesome. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I just, I get such a huge kick out of it. Yeah. But, and she's great. <laughs> I mean, she's a, she's a great preacher. Uh, I, I, I she I, We are blessed by, by uh, her ministry, but... Uh, I don't want to turn this into uh, our, our church cast, but so I'm there doing my ministry Sunday thing. Guys aren't making eye contact with me. But let me tell you, I, while I only had two guys come over and sign up the entire Sunday, I had probably a dozen women come over and talk to me about, about you know, tell me about this Brotherhood of St. Andrew, and yeah, my husband's going to be calling you. Really? Because they're yeah. assigning their husbands to it. Yeah, my husband needs this. He's going to be called. That is fantastic. I thought that was hysterical. So
1: I think we're getting to the the time in the scotch. I would like because I generally like it with a little uh-huh. ice and, and yeah. water. Uh, can we can we move Absolutely. to that? I yeah. don't want to. Did you bring any? I don't see it. Yeah, it's right right over there oh. by the rye. I did not see
0: that. This is also uses. Uh, worm cooling tanks. Worm tubs. Yeah, worm tubs. And so to to describe it to you, it's that zigzag type of tub is instead of just being a big vat, a right. big barrel. Um, it uses a a you know, it looks like a worm.
1: You it's know? like a long copper copper tube yeah. that's kind of sitting in a tank of cold water which snakes back and forth and exactly gradually it's gets narrower. Like,
0: it's almost like you're reading the back of the can.
1: Well I know, maybe I should. You know, I was just Does thinking Does
0: it say that it's chill filtered
1: in uh eighteen ninety one many distilleries condense their spirit this way, giving whiskeys a you know distinctive eh, I don't know. Meaty character.
0: <laughs> you know they they, they, actually, they do say that this is supposed to have a meaty uh character to it. I don't I, I've never gotten that from Like us. an umami sort of thing? Yeah. No, I don't know about I that. I don't get that.
1: Uh it actually it says no chill filtering. Oh, okay. Product of
0: Scotland. Scutland.
1: Because it's not
0: scottish, it's crap
1: It's crap Is that another Mike Myers? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Mike Myers lives here. Yeah, He's he great. Does. Um, so you like the Kregeliki. well let me let me get on my my I'm, I'm still sort of letting it uh, letting it chill a little bit my my ice is almost gone uh-huh. okay well as usual uh, post uh, post ice with a little bit of water in it a little bit of chill uh-huh. um, I love it yeah it's good stuff it, I,
0: I fell in love with this at, it, it, this was one of my favorite scotches
1: at the tasting it uh, it did all, all of that. You know, after the first second, you know, the, the alcohol was biting mm-hmm. me. All of that absolutely dissipated. Yeah. No, it mellows quite a bit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, here's one
0: of the great things about this. It's a 13-year-old scotch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably got the flavor of more like a 16-year-old. Okay. It's, it's got a lot of character to it, though it's still very high on the alcohol. Yeah. Um, but I got to say, it's for the amount of character that it has, for the amount of taste that it has... For the depth that it boasts, it's a $40 scotch.
1: That is amazing. Yeah, it is. No, that's great. That's
0: a, it's a tremendous value in, in, in that very reasonably priced scotch.
1: So this, um, I know we're looking back now at this point over a couple of years. Uh-huh. Um, but except, except for the half cask, uh-huh. which is still my favorite. The Lafroig.
0: Quarter cask. That's
1: the quarter cask. Yeah. Still my fave that's still right up there. This may be a close second. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Uh well, and I and I'll qualify to say post post ice. Uh-huh. This this is my favorite. Yeah. So there have been some others that I've enjoyed more before the ice got in. Yeah. Um but afterwards they've either mellowed so much or whatever, mm-hmm. but this is really Yeah. This is really right on.
0: Um, I have found a number of scotches that are highly drinkable at 12 years. I've even found one that was acceptable at nine. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, it's important that we, we find that because there's such a shortage in older scotches now. Right. Uh, you know, the scotch has boomed, there's not as much out there. And so you're going to spend easily $150 to get something that is a really good 18, 21 year old scotch.
1: So let me ask you, and, and, I don't know if this goes beyond your your scope, but let's say back in the 70s, uh-huh. um, I mean, was there just all sorts of old scotch laying around that people just were not <laughs> drinking? And then, I mean, so the affordability was just really there? I or? think that,
0: that while people were drinking a lot back then, you know, as evidenced by any picture you've ever seen of my dad...
1: Any picture in the 70s. Like, there's a picture of me in school, and there's a teacher, like, in the back with a scotch. No, they were all drinking. No,
0: they were all drinking. But I don't think they were drinking things like this. I think they were drinking uh, a lot of liquors that don't require that type of aging.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I I think there were a lot of old barrels of scotch that fewer people were drinking.
1: Mm -hmm. And And so
0: the demand wasn't as
1: great. And then in the last... I mean, what would you say? Is I mean, is it 10? Is it 15 it's years? It's probably 10, or?
0: 15 years that, that this boom has occurred. Um, you know, I think there, there's always been this core of, of people who appreciate scotch and old scotch and, you know, the
1: varieties that exist within scotch. Well, now, this, this, so the Scotch Society, Whiskey and Scotch Society. The Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what's what's its age? And, I mean, does it have, like, this this blossoming membership?
0: I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure how long it's been around. Uh, I That's a good question. I know it's been around for a while, but if that's you know 15 years or 30 years, I don't know. Hmm. Um, but I, I, I will say I was a little surprised at how many people were there when I went to the tasting because I didn't have a sense of what the footprint was in well, this area.
1: Okay, so let's kind of draw a, a, a contrast here. So you went to... Which one was it where you felt like it was a sellout?
0: The Whiskey Fest last year in Dallas.
1: And so that was well attended, but not with the f- sort of demographic Correct. you were thinking.
0: Yeah, it was certainly not the... It was not the classy event that I had attended previously. The year, right. And it was, did not have the quality of whiskey tastings that I had enjoyed previously. Um, it was very much... Uh, Pouring whiskey for people who don't like the taste of whiskey. Right. Um, you know, so a lot of Jack Daniel's honey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Um, which, you know, if I was 20 years old, I'm sure I'd love that. Uh, but that's not that's not not what I drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were probably, f- oh gosh, probably 300, 500 people at that event. Okay. Um, there were probably 100 people at the Scotch Whiskey Society mm-hmm. event. Um Which I, you know I didn't this was the first time I've been to one of their events, so I didn't really have a sense of how many people here because it's not like we've got a club that we go to right right yeah uh, it's not like we we socialize other than in at these events. But it which was, is probably
1: too bad, but it
0: was I agree i I, I would like to see more activity there. Um, beyond just the whiskey taste just mm-hmm. the, the, the big whiskey tastings, I'd be happy to see a smaller whiskey tasting because mm-hmm. apparently there's enough of us here that we could we could support something like that. Oh, certainly. In, here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, we have the North Texas Cigar Society, okay, and they're, they they coordinate an event every month, you know, and it's it'll be you know we're gonna try three cigars with three different wines. Or three cigars with three different you know whiskeys you know something some kind really. of pairing like that. And See, that's, you know, that's just fantastic. just
1: talking about that turns me green anymore. I just I know I have You have not. Do d- it. Yeah, my, my last cigar was with you. Yeah, uh, and, and you it turned, just turned me green. You, I mean the Kermit. incredible
0: the Incredible Hulk is, was not as green as you were. No, yeah.
1: it was. Yeah, well, I think it had been a little while for uh-huh. me, and then, uh, and then. I, I, I felt it, and uh-huh. I thought, no. I will say that it was this hot just, that night. Yeah. I,
0: and I think that that probably played
1: a part in that. I, I have no doubt on that. Yeah. But the other part is, so you know when you're drinking, there's a certain hump you go over where you go, <laughs> okay, right now I haven't had too much. Right. But in a moment, It'll I will have much. had too right. much. Yeah. And I hit that, and I thought, It's no, like jumping rope. This <laughs> is just a hump. Yeah. And as soon as I get over the hump, you gotta own that hump. Then I'll be fine. Yeah, uh, wasn't. <laughs> so, um, I wasn't. So, but anyway,
0: I will say, as someone who is an experienced Scotch drinker and cigar smoker, both of those things together, right? Uh, there, we did a whole bunch of work in our backyard mm-hmm. this summer, um, and so we had—I mean, it was literally the night we had refinished the deck. The deck was done, and it was super hot. And the air just wasn't moving. Mm. And I am sitting on my deck, and I had... I mean, I hadn't drank to excess. Um, I'd had a a double scotch. uh, And I'm sitting there having my cigar, and all of a sudden this feeling comes over me. And I threw up all over my newly refinished deck. I mean, it just came out of nowhere. It was because the air wasn't moving. Yeah. All of a sudden it was just... It was hot and humid, and it was just...
1: And the smoke is not moving. It's just sort of hovering. yeah, Yeah, it's it stuck right there, yeah. right in your face.
0: And, I mean, immediately I'm having to run and grab the water hose so I can hose off the deck so I
1: don't, you know, ruin that. the finish on the So you deck. see that part of my deck? That's yeah. actually where that, I threw that up. That was where I
0: threw up a nice 16-year-old Legovla. <laughs> 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 yeah, all over my deck. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good times Well, I'm so glad you enjoyed the Kregeliki. I, you know, I was, I was juggling with which scotch to bring mm-hmm. So, um, I got a couple of things sitting at home I've got uh, two different uh, Scotch Malt Whiskey Society uh, bottles That uh, yeah. that they offer Because, you know, they, they offer their own small batch whiskeys right. That they pick we up We enjoyed
1: that, whatever batch that was that you brought over that time yeah. that was, that, I mean, that was really nice Yeah so.
0: Um, One of the ones I have right now is, I'm glad that I got it. It's interesting, not very good. It's uh, not anything that I would ever choose to buy again. But I'm like, I'm glad I had this. Right. Um, But I was like, I don't want to, you know, Mark and I get together so few times a year. Sadly. I don't want to, you know, provide him something that I don't enjoy a great deal. Right. You know, I, w- I want to bring good things to him. Right, right. If we did this every month, I'd bring the, the, the occasional, this is interesting, not great. You right. Right. Uh, but I really think I, I is something that we should all know.
1: Yeah, it's something that we should. We should. So this is widely available. Yeah. This is – I could walk in right walk now to and get it You walk into Total Wine
0: right now and get it. You can walk into Specs right now and get it.
1: And this is Doers' deal.
0: It's owned by Doers. It's owned by Doers. Do Dewar, I? I was. I did not know this until I attended the Whiskey Society. But if you were to look on Wikipedia, it would tell you the same thing. Doers owns Bacardi. I never knew. Is that. Is that right? I okay. did not know that. Yeah.
1: You know? I I, I to, well as big as Bacardi seems, mm-hmm. I would have thought it's it's its thing, it's yeah. its own thing. It's a Miller's, it's a Coors, yeah. whatever. Of course, that's all in Bev now anyway. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. so yeah, this is it's a 13 year old Scotch. You know, in terms of Scotch pricing, highly affordable. Uh, I highly recommend it.
1: Good deal. Let's do it. Let's all go out and buy much more of this. Get yourself cra- some Craig Galicky. Craig
0: or you know if you're from east texas a
1: cragelacky <laughs> goes well with chitlins that's right Chitterlins. <laughs> what the hell's a chitterling chitterling yes <laughs> uh, you just earned your white card right i know there. right there right there <laughs> a chitterling a chitterling mm.
0: i i've actually asked that question before i don't i i do not know what a chitterling is
1: <laughs> <laughs> That, I, by the way, maybe the great, maybe the title of the well, thing. Well, I, like I
0: also I got an invitation when I was seventeen years old, and I had to call my mother at work. Mother, I have received an invitation to a party, and I do not know what a <laughs> horse d'oeuvres is. What's a horse d'oeuvres? There's going to have a horse d'oeuvres, Or Hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> horse d'oeuvres. Yes, yeah, little Aaron. I don't. You know? I don't know what horse this d'overs. is. <laughs>
1: So was it a was it a Doily party? What was this party? It was
0: actually I was working at the haunted house at that time, and they were having a an opening night, and they were going to serve horse ovaries. ovaries.
1: (laughs) Horse ovaries (laughs) seems gamey.
0: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um,
1: So, well, Mark, very nice. Uh, Well, you know what? We have done this again. This is something we should do more often.
0: I agree. And so I think the next one will be the Christmas blockbuster. Certainly. The Christmas extravaganza, if you will.
1: Yes. Don't bring Steve Winwood this time.
0: I'm bringing Steve Winwood. <laughs> <laughs> All,
1: All right. right. Well, I'm Aaron. I'm Mark. Have a good one. Later.
0: Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really. glad you like the Craig Ellicke. I do. And you, you did know, not it's... like that very much.
1: No, I liked it fine. I, I, I was I was sort of hitting my... Your limit? My limit, and yeah. I was like, you know, if I'm going to have anything left for the scotch, ah. um, because I do have to work tomorrow.
0: Yeah, you too. What's as up as with the, that?
1: I don't know. That, that part of it sucks. Seems like
0: it should be a holiday when we record. <laughs> Gotcha. That tastes like grandpa.